Thursday mid-afternoon. Uh, I haven't actually been outside today yet. It was very windy earlier and uh, the sun is out now. But the wind is coming from the northeast. It's quite cold. Um, I did spend a large part of the morning doing podcast for Monday, uh, which will be a little bit more... Um, a little less heavy this year, this week. Uh, it's about chickens. Um, and then the rest of the time I spent trying to, because it's windy, I can see where the drafts are coming in, uh, mainly on the two doors in the kitchen. I think everything else is pretty much all right, but the, um, I've got a stable door, which is uh, not always the best. So um, I've got some draft exclude around it, but I've just ordered some more. And the door that leads out to the boot room is also not a back door. Uh, it's kind of an internal door, but it goes to the boot room, but the boot room's not heated. So uh, that it's quite cold in there. It's not fitted very well. So again, it's got some gaps. So I've just ordered some draft excluder. And I also kept um, from a delivery. I can't remember what the delivery is from. I always keep this stuff. So a lot of food deliveries, fresh food deliveries, come with... Um, the like felt wool uh insulation in it rather than um some of them come with ice packs uh some of them come with like wool insulation um as well as well as and i always keep those because they are quite useful uh so i've used one of those by the back door by the door that goes to the boot room i've also got one underneath the door into the spare room because it's there's quite a gap under there so i've managed to feed it under the door it opens and closes now with the door which is uh, fabulous that that room is yet to be done um needs a new floor in there uh, because uh it was part of the floor that went a bit rotten so on the other side when we did the, the um the office room but the the spare room also needs doing and uh, some of the floor needs taken out because it got rotten and uh, so when we take all that we'll properly insulate it a little bit more but um, there is a draft that comes under that door so um, yeah so mainly I'm going around <laughs> looking at things that we could where we can um, block out all the drafts because obviously uh, we're now on electric heating and I don't want the bill to actually skyrocket uh, unnecessarily um, so I want to block up any drafts that uh, keep it keep keep the temperature down and keep the radiators on because at the minute I mean they were they have been on this morning when it was windy the winds dropped again now uh, and they've gone off so it just goes to prove that it is actually the uh, the drafts that is causing the radiators to come on so I will, that's why I've mostly been doing um, going around doing all that sort of thing and then ordering some draft excluders, different types, and also a thermal curtain for the back door because we get most of our prevailing winds come towards that door. So I'm going to use a thermal curtain uh, on that back door, uh, probably just in the evenings, but um, it definitely will help to keep the whole place a little bit warmer than it is uh, normally. So, yeah, so that's what we did. John came home early, so we then sat down and had a cup of tea. I mean, say early, he must come home at half past one. We sat down and had a cup of tea for an hour, and he's now gone outside to do some bits and pieces. What? I don't know. He said, I'm going to work outside, and off he went, so there you go. And uh, I have got the twins later, so I will be going around twin-proofing the place as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> that's just me 
moving things out of the way that they're likely to get hold of and uh, things like that. But yeah, so not a lot else got done today, but I am getting nearer to getting the house as warm as possible. I made some um, fresh passata uh, this afternoon. I'm not going to, it's not for dinner tonight. Um, it's going to be for uh, spaghetti bolognese tomorrow, which I will have. I've got some mince out of the freezer and John will have a shepherd's pie, probably something like that. Or mince and potatoes, same thing, different format. Um, but making fresh passata is easy. Um, the the reason I'm prepping it today is because I'm going to put the oven on later for, for dinner this evening. And so I'm going to roast the, um, basically just roasting tomatoes, onion and garlic. Uh, and I'll roast that at the same time as I'm using the oven for tonight. And that way I will um, be saving a little bit of electric by doing the two at the same time. Um, yeah, making passata is... Um, so easy uh, you can make a big batch and freeze it or you can jar it you know can it um, if you want to uh, I prefer freezing as a technique I'm not 100% sure about canning as I'm sure I've said before um, and also the you know you can vary the quantities of different things depends on what you like if you like it really garlicky or you like it really tomatoey or uh, you know and but basically just chop up your onions and your tomatoes and your garlic, put them in with a bit of olive oil, roast them until they get you've gotten a nice, good um, look, you know, flavour looking or smelling. Uh, roast them well, and then um, after that, you're going to sieve them. So um, either through a sieve, which in the back of a spoon, or um, through, if you've got one of those like um, mouly things. Uh, it's, it's so easy and uh, there's no additives in there I've added a little bit of salt just to draw out all the juices and things but it's um it's so easy and uh, nutritious and a great way to use um, all my own grown stuff and the garlic is mine it's um back in the summer I minced it all up and uh, froze it and froze it flat and then sectioned it with a ruler so I can just go in and break bits off now when I want it because uh, I've used up all my um, you know fresh garlic so uh, I'm starting to use my frozen garlic now but yeah so that's what I've been doing this afternoon and sorting out the dinner for tonight and sorting out the dinner for tomorrow um, and look going through also went through my apples that are stored because they weren't going through all the time really just to check that any that are going bad you need to get those out so that they don't uh, turn all the others bad um anything that's going a bit will uh, go out to our geese um or uh, generally speaking will go to the geese um yeah so that's what i've been doing at the minute i'm also just making a really quick and easy um dessert uh what's better in october than apples and toffee sauce nothing really nothing beats that so i'm just making um a very a simple toffee sauce with uh, butter brown sugar and cream and then i will um peel and slice some uh eating apples just saute them saute them in a little bit of butter with a tiny bit of sugar and uh and you've got sauteed apples and uh toffee sauce for for dessert and uh yeah, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
it's Friday morning, uh, quarter past nine. I've just been busy in the kitchen, but I thought I'd stop for coffee and make um, a few observations that I've already made this morning. Firstly, uh, John was up early again today, so he did the animals again. I actually thought I was going to be going out doing it every day, but uh, he was up early, so he did it before popping off to work, and he's actually not working very long today, so he'll be home <clears throat> to get some more things done around the house, um, on the side of the house. Uh, the electrician came yesterday and wired in the other radiator for us and uh, took out some obsolete electrics um, where we're working out the back. Uh, the first observation, obviously, to do with that is that this is the first uh, year we will be running um, electric heating uh, and not the Rayburn. <laughs> and I must say, I've already noticed a massive difference. We have a constant heat, um, a constant gentle heat throughout the house, rather than in the mornings, normally we would wake up um, and it would be cold because the... Uh, fire had gone out overnight it didn't matter how much you stoked it it would still sort of run down obviously and so um I said to John this morning oh it's hot in here <laughs> so I might have to turn them down overnight they're only on 18 but uh you know we're just not used to that so um with the rayburn with the wood-fired rayburn it was always a cold or it built up to absolutely sweating so It'd be, it's very different to have just a constant, gentle heat throughout the house. Uh, I noticed that when I went outside, uh, I had to nip out and put the bins out because I forgot to put them out last night, and um, picked up the milk on the way back in, and it was cold outside. And this is the first um, time we've it's been it's you know been quite cold. I think we had a frost last night, and uh, so that's the first time that we've actually had any sort of uh, cold weather um at all really and it was quite noticeable now generally speaking in previous years I wouldn't really notice the difference between uh being indoors and then going outside in the morning because uh it was well a little bit of difference obviously but it was quite cold in here so um I'm going to have to adjust my uh way of thinking about um clothing what you know because obviously it's warm indoors but uh cold outside um, normally I'll just walk around with a few layers on indoors as well in the morning um so I'll have to adjust my thinking there and I did notice that uh just this very first morning my hands with the cold started to hurt so uh, I've dug out all my gloves although I say dug out my gloves I've dug out one pair I mean I'm sure I've got lots of gloves somewhere but do you think I can find any of them right at this minute? No. So I've dug out a pair of gloves so I'm gonna have to start wearing gloves when I go outside as well because uh my hands, my joints start to hurt at the minute I went out there, really. Um, went out there very long. So uh, that's something I have to watch because they were quite painful last year. So uh, and that was the first year I'd had any real problems with them. So I'm going to um, look after them a bit better this, this winter, I think. Um, the other thing is I've been making this morning, I've just been making, putting the tomato... Um, the passata that I roasted yesterday through the sieve, uh, ready to make um, bolognese for my dinner later. And John will have mince and potatoes. But it's looking amazing. It's just, you know, I said it's all, it was all homegrown ingredients, tomatoes, onions, um, garlic. Uh, and it's and it roasted it off and it's given it a very nice, intense flavour. I don't have to add anything else to that. 
at all. So um, apart from the mints, which is um, small holder reared. So um, so yeah, that's uh, and it was dead easy to do. So I definitely would do much more of that. I'd probably make a bigger batch next time and uh, freeze some of it. Yeah, my observations this morning, it's colder outside, it's warmer inside, and I've got the dinner on the go already. Can't be bad, can it? I'm just going outside to um, pull some carrots for uh, to go with John's dinner. Um, I, was just, I suppose I just wanted to say that the, so the meal that we are having, there's nothing in there, um, no added extras, no sauces that have come from you know, jars or anything like that. Everything has been grown here or gro- or reared by someone that I know and uh, made here. And there's nothing extra in there unless I decide to put it in. Um, there's no extra salt unless I decide to put it in. There's nothing, no nasties, no nothing, uh, nothing extra added, really. Um, the same with I've, I've put a batch of soup on for uh, lunch because John will be home Um will be here for lunch and so I thought I'd better make her some soup because he'd probably be outside working um and the same goes for that it's all uh, chopped up veg that I I've you know got here had here put into my soup bags various different things and um again there'd be nothing extra added there'll be some uh, I'll put some of the uh bouillon bouillon powder that I made in there and again uh you know and some homemade bread which you know and the the um the flowers come from the mill uh local mill so again nothing nothing extra added uh unless i want it to so it's a great way to eat really i know exactly what is going into my food i thought i would just um look something up because I genuinely did not know the answer to this but I I did wonder um so I looked up to see if you can eat carrot tops um and you can uh there was um apparently a rumor that they you couldn't but it turns out that you actually can they do have alkaloids in them but then so do things like um tomatoes potato and aubergine uh and, and you know when we eat those they also contain six times more vitamin C than the actual carrot, um, as well as uh, calcium and potassium. So they're a um, they're nutrient packed, really. And uh, you know why waste them? Why put them in the bin and and waste them or on the compost when you can be eating them and getting some uh, some nutrients from them? Um, this soup's going to be obviously blended up, so you you know you're not going to be pulling carrot tops out of your teeth or anything like that it's going to be blended um so it's always worth checking in this soup is also uh, there are a couple of beetroot in there so i've put some beet leaves use the beet leaves as well because if your beet leaves look nice and you know um juicy and it, you know you can eat those um always worth looking up to see you know what you can and can't eat uh the, it's the same with um, broccoli and cauliflower when you you know you, if you're growing your own or if you bought it from the supermarket or the shop or wherever you bought it from don't discard the leaves you know they're perfectly edible um don't waste them you, you know waste not want not i didn't use all of the carrot leaves because um 
the, the rabbits and the guinea pigs do love a treat like that. So uh, I used probably about four, four lots of carrot tops with all the different fronds on the top. So just put a few in, but uh, yeah, definitely don't waste anything. It's uh, Saturday, almost four o'clock. Um, uh, first thing this morning, well, no. <laughs> so we had an incident this morning. Uh, I, I got up and uh, I was going to have a shower uh, because I was off to have my hair cut ready for the wedding. And um, so I was plodding around in the kitchen in my dressing gown and slippers. And uh, I thought, oh, I'll just do the eggs out the back before... Uh, before I go and have a shower. So I'm out the back in my dressing gown and slippers and John shouts, come here, I need you. So I'm like, well, what do you need me for? Just come here, I need you. So I open the back door and I go out and I say, what, what do you need me for? There's, well, I thought he said Mia's stuck in the fence. Um, I said, well, hang on a minute, I'll have to go in. So I went in, bunged on a pair of jeans so I could get my wellies on and just bunged on a, an outdoor top over the top of my pyjamas um, and went back outside and I, I said well where are you I can't which fence is she stuck in he sort of disappeared so I'm shouting at him anyway he said I'm just in the van getting the wire cutters so uh, I said to him where where's she stuck and then I thought well I can see the dog and he said no there's a deer stuck in the fence and uh, by this time I could hear a heck of a racket I mean such a racket you wouldn't believe and um, I walked up to the the small paddock where the geese are. And what had happened is, is John had opened the gate to go in and let the geese out. And the dog had uh, spotted something, took off after it. John thought it was a fox to start with. And uh, it turns out it was a monk jack deer, uh, a male. And, uh, and then it got stuck in some stock fencing that runs along the back where the wall is. And it's it's got all its horns, it's all its... Um, Antlers, and they're, they're not very big antlers, not like a big stag, but tiny little antlers all stuck in this thing. And he'd only literally been there, you know, the time it took John to come down and get me and us to grab a pair of uh, cutters and go back up there. And he'd, oh, he, was, he was struggling so much and making such a racket, he was obviously terrified, that he'd uh, cut all his mouth. And uh, I thought, oh dear, this is not very good. Anyway, um, basically, we managed to uh, cut all the wire around it um, and uh, it took off. Luckily, without all the wire, the wire was, you know, left the wire behind that was um, all stuck in its horns and everything. But uh, I just said, is it going to be all right? I said, well, I don't know, it's gone now, so <laughs> can't really, can't really, you know, check it. It's disappeared and ran off down through the paddock, down our long walkway, and across the other paddocks and through the hedge the other side. So, but what a racket. But I was like, oh, maybe that's our first thing this morning. So uh, it was quite an unusual incident for us. I've not come across that before. Um, yeah, so then I uh, went back indoors after all that, had my shower, got changed, went off to have my hair done. Um, John picked me up a bit later on. And uh, then basically I've been just this afternoon sorting out a few bits and pieces ready for the wedding and 
some uh, thermal curtains arrived that I'm putting on the two doors in the kitchen. One, the, the outside door, and the other door that goes into the boot room because they are where all our drafts come through. They're not, uh, they're not particularly great. We've got a stable door on one that doesn't fit very well and uh, the other door is just made been made to fit in the hole as well it's not an external door but it actually goes out into the boot room which is like an external room so really we need better doors on there um yesterday some or uh, i bought a load of um draft excluder so i put all that on which made quite a lot of difference and then i also ordered some thermal curtains for when it really gets uh, cold because our stable door is just like one you know it's it's just one panel thick it's not very thick at all um so, but uh, so I've just done that. Uh, opened the door to go outside, and the curtain fell down. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not going to work on that ex- on that external. Works fine on the boot room door because you go through that and open the door the other way. Doesn't work so well on the the back door because the door opens inwards. Um, which John tells me, well, you should have had it opening outwards. I said, nobody has an out a door, an external door opens outwards, do they? He says, I bet you, if you ask people, they do. But I think. In external doors always open into the house, don't they? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, John's been uh, finishing, doing some more cladding on the side. Um, it's nearly finished now, so that's good. We we do have to wait for a, a new window that we had a an, an old uh, double glazed window in there that we put in when we came because um, there were just like metal windows, metal frame windows in here when we came, and so we did all of them all the new ones but then that one we just had a second hand old one that we put in um but we now we need to, we've had it measured up for one that matches all the others now so um that's a nice double glaze unit will go in so hopefully that'll make it all a lot warmer in here i mean the idea is to obviously uh, minimize the amount of energy that we use so in order to keep our keep the house as warm as possible with as little energy as possible that's the idea not too sure about having curtains over the doors but um, they can come down in the summer but um yeah it's a bit like what your granny used to have <laughs> i i don't know uh, i'll decide they'll either grow on me or i'll hate them and take them down but uh yeah so that's what we've been doing today um and uh not a lot else really apart from those those sort of things but uh that's Saturday, almost over. Um, I forgot to say, there were some other bits I did do yesterday, uh, on Friday. Uh, so I've been, I was out in the big polytunnel, starting to clear that down now. Um, so I chopped down all the tomato plants, but um, I'd left the uh, cucumbers growing. And it just reminded me, actually, I was just thinking I left the cucumbers in the polytunnel, I have to go and get them. There was a, about three cucumbers on there um, that are still usable, so... Uh, but they're pretty much all done now. The only things left in there are the orange and the lemon tree, which stay in there the whole time anyway. The lemon verbena, which has got really leggy and straggly. I'll have to cut that down. Um, I've got some dahlias in there, which uh, I don't even know why they got left in the polytunnel, but they some lovely red dahlias. I'll have to find a place for them out in the garden. And then uh, to the two tubs of strawberries and... Um, I've still got some lettuces, uh, various types of that, like a mustard lettuce and uh, uh, like a, a Lamsia's lettuce, I think they are, something like that in there. Um, 
which are grown away nicely and uh, still usable. So, but on the whole, uh, once I've cleared that tunnel down, um, nothing else will go in there uh, until next year, which seems like a bit of a waste, actually. I, I might um, have, a, have a scout around and see if any... Because a lot of winter veg, though, just uh, grows outside quite happily. Um, and really, it's, it's, it's a, a lot of things like pak choy, and I grew chicory one year, radicchio chicory, um, but uh, I didn't eat a lot of that. So there's a lot of the stuff that you can grow over winter under cover. I don't really eat during the winter, so it's not really much point growing it in, um, to waste it. I could put in early batches of peas. I've done that before, did that in the small polytunnel. Easier to do it in the small polytunnel because it's closer to the house. Um, easier just to nip out and check on them. Not that the big polytunnel is that much further away. It's just, you'd be more inclined just to nip into that one and have a look. So, yeah, I've been doing a few things, uh, mainly just um, clearing down now a lot of the, the stuff. So, uh, um, ready for, sort of getting it ready to put to bed and uh, wait for next year's growing season in there, I think. Um, can't have too much on the go because uh, we won't eat it all, so... You know, just enough is enough. Monday morning, uh, sun is shining. There was a heavy mist this morning, which was um, lovely, very atmospheric. Uh, it's a little bit chilly this morning, but I think that sun will burn that off nicely. Um, yesterday, John was ill all day, uh, so he spent all day in bed. Um, he did a coronavirus test, but that's negative. He just has picked up something and didn't feel very well at all. Uh, felt very tired and very heady. Um, so I did everything <laughs> on the on the small holding yesterday. Um, so I did all the feeding and... Um, well, actually, he did get up to start with um, and I helped him do the feeding and I said to him, just go back to bed. Um, so then, uh, then I spent quite a pleasant couple of hours, actually, because the sun was absolutely lovely yesterday that really nice and just right just warm enough um so i spent a couple of hours on the front flower beds cutting back dead stuff um you know dead non-decorative heads like asters and things like that i also the asters also seem to be spreading really well out there so i pulled up i think i counted about 17 um roots of of um aster which i've potted up um which I'll grow through the winter and then put out for sale next spring, probably. So that was good. Nice free plants. We like that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so I spent a couple of hours doing that. And then I went out into the front paddock to extend the electric fencing for the horses, give them a bit more um, grass. And I initially... I extended it and then I thought, well, I'm going to need to extend that a little bit more because that's only going to keep them going for a day. So I then went and found some more stakes and some more tape and I made the area a lot bigger. And the reason being is I can see them hanging over the fence the other end, at looking at the green grass of the paddock that we uh, had the hen doing because it's got nice green grass. It's not a lot in there, mind you, but it, it looks nice and green to them, I suppose. And they're like hanging over the fence thinking, oh, that looks tasty. And if I don't give them extra at this end, then they'll be pushing the fence over to try and get to that. So I've made uh, extra fence in there. Um, yeah, in the afternoon, I just... Uh, well, late afternoon, obviously, I just came in and sort of tidied up. And I made some soup, but John didn't feel like eating that. So uh, I didn't 
that was a bit of a waste of time really well it won't be a waste of time because i'll just have it today and freeze some of it um and then in the evening i uh martin picked me up and i went around to shelley's having my eyebrows and eyelashes done ready for the wedding uh yeah and that was about it yesterday but it was quite a nice a nice day and i had a nice compliment from um an egg customer an egg customer who lived in the village for years and years been coming for years and then they sold up and moved away but he still comes back to get his eggs which is really nice so i asked him how he was settling in and uh, they'd gone from a an old ancient cottage uh to a new build in a in a town uh probably a little bit further away but um a nice active town and uh, they'd gone into this new building and he said, oh, it's, uh, I said, are you settling in all right? And he said, yeah, still putting things away. And he said, I've got a nice garden out the back. He said, but it's just lawn. That's, that's all it is out the back. He said, so I'm busy um, emulating what you've done here, <laughs> which I thought was a lovely compliment, actually, uh, in the front bed. So I thought, oh, how sweet is that? That's really nice. Um, when I opened the door this morning to do this um, and looked out, I could see a song thrush on the oak tree, which I don't know about you, but I mean, when we were kids, you used to see them all the time, but I, you don't very often see them anymore. Um, you know, not, not in the quantities that you used to get, certainly. And uh, I very rarely see a song thrush here. I mean, they might be a bit fast for me to, to notice half the time, but yeah, I saw a song thrush sat on the tree out here. So that's really nice. Good to see. Um, I have to try <coughs> try and keep a record of all the different birds we've got here because we've got a lot. But uh, I did start writing it all down one time. I'll be able to continue doing that. And I can add the song thrush to it now. I just had a um, an egg customer come. And uh, she's been coming for years, um, probably about 10 years. But uh, as I walked away, one of the saddest things, I think, about um, having continuous uh, egg customer is um, watching over 10 years how somebody goes from uh, active and vibrant to, you know, when they're getting old, to thin and frail. And it's um, it gets so sad. And then sometimes I just, I never see them again, uh, you know, for, um, obvious, for obvious reasons, I guess. But um, I've had, a, you know, over the years, I've had a few of those. And uh, sometimes you just pause and think you know that uh that that's what happens but it is a very it's a very sad situation and uh you know people get old and frail and then they no longer come um and you don't see them anymore because you're not sort of like on personal terms with them they're customers you talk to them chat to them find out how they're doing and everything but i don't you know half of them i don't even know where they live um it's uh this is very sad sometimes when, when you just don't see them anymore but it's uh I guess it's sort of a downside, really, but uh, most of the time, it's uh, it's great to talk to people continuously over the years and uh, get to know them really well. It's Tuesday, uh, almost half past ten. Um, I'm actually just waiting for Sam to pick me up. So, uh, we've got a, um, well, she's, she won a competition to have the children, um, professionally photographed. So, 
uh, I'm going with her to help keep them under control while that happens. <laughs> Yesterday, um, I spent quite a bit. I can't even remember what I did in the morning, to be fair. Um, a lot of... Oh, I did quite a bit of uh, things sorting out for the wedding. So, um, you know, ironing John's shirt and doing this pocket chief and just making sure everything is in order really uh various bits of tidying up and putting away and then about midday went out to um with the kids on a pumpkin trail um a local place which was um absolutely lovely to be fair it was a it was a nice afternoon and the kids absolutely loved it so uh that was a, a great thing of course it's half term at the minute so a lot of things are going to be um child orientated this week so yeah I that's what I'm waiting to do today so I'm not actually going to get outside and do a lot of being out to feed the guinea pigs and and uh, rabbits etc give the horses more water but um it's cold it's a lot colder at the minute today than it has been of late although yesterday when we we're outside when the sun came out it was really warm but when it went in it was quite cold it was one of those days that then it started raining and it was like all over the place the weather but um that's fine. It's uh, so just keep looking out the window, make sure she didn't arrive. Um, one of the things I was going to say is I've just been listening to a well, watching a YouTube uh, video of it's called the Phil and Phil Show, and um, my next door neighbour basically shared it on Facebook, and so I had a little look at it. But uh, and the chap is local. One of them, one of them lives in America, where they do this show together um, over the internet. And uh, he he's called the Raw Builder, and um, I was listening to the whole podcast uh, YouTube thing, which is about an hour long. But some of the things that he said just resonated so loudly with the things that um, that I think and know, and you know, there was quite a bit that I didn't know, um, and then there was a lot of. I was call it like fractions of things that I did know, but when they were talking about it, it kind of pulled it all together. So it was quite fascinating, and I might um, talk about that a little bit uh, another time. But one of the things that we just had in common is that the food system is broken. Um, our food system is broken. And one of the main things that they said is that if you think you're eating healthy because you're eating salads and vegetables, unless you're eating organic you're not eating healthy because, you know, they're sprayed with uh, so many things. Um, that really sort of like, I'm like, yes, yes, somebody else is saying this is this is the same thing. You might think you're eating healthily, but look much more closely at it because uh, are you really, you know. Um, that's my musings for this morning. But now I've got to dive out and uh, be a chaperone for the kids on this photo shoot. I'll let you know how that goes. It's um, half past ten Wednesday morning. I don't mind telling you I am feeling very nervous um, <laughs> for the wedding tomorrow. Uh, so consequently, most of my stuff has been um, just making sure everything is in order, uh, ready for tomorrow, really. Um, I will be going off later to the hotel with Charlotte and Sam and Shelley and John will be staying here and he will be up in the morning and have to do the animals before we go out for the day uh, before he joins us at the venue. Um, the, uh, the animals will all be kept in tomorrow with uh, food and water um, because it's quite, you know, obviously it's a, large, a long stretch of hours and so... 
uh, I can't risk them outside all day with nobody here. So uh, they will they will all be um, kept inside just for the day. We, we're not staying away overnight, so they'll be out again tomorrow morning. Um, we have just literally today had word of uh, bird flu, uh, a confirmed case of bird flu in the UK. So that looks like another winter of lockdown for the birds. Um, depends on how it goes, depends on how many outbreaks they get, but uh, it's looking like it's nearly every year at the minute. Um, so anyway, the one one day that they go in, it'll prepare them for the uh, for the winter ahead, if that's what is going to happen. Yeah, so uh, I said later on I am off um, to the hotel with the girls. Uh, tomorrow is the wedding day, so I won't actually... Um, record anything tomorrow we're going to be way too busy and uh so i'll record something friday and then i will uh let you know how it went and hopefully publish it on the friday as well so uh ta-ta till friday good morning it's friday morning nearly nine o'clock and i told you i'd be back and i am and uh what an unbelievable day we had yesterday just the most magical day from start to finish filled filled with love um just amazing what a it was just a phenomenal day can't say any more than that really um john did come home in the end uh sort of early evening to let the let the dogs out properly out out and uh, luckily he did because he'd uh, forgot to shut some of the chickens in totally so <laughs> it was lucky he came home and put those away and obviously this morning we get up it's absolute torrential rain we've had and uh we have to get on again um so yeah there's no there's no uh there's no time for a hangover or anything like that not that we've got one because we were obviously the parents of the bride and so we were um you know remained sensible throughout the whole day uh just just amazing just a phenomenal phenomenal day um yeah just have to look back through all the pictures and the and look at the, you know, put the memories in the memory bank now, and uh, you know, move on with the rest of our our days. So, but yeah, just um, it went well. Everything went well. Everything was on time. It was just well coordinated. The venues were amazing. The hotel we stayed at was amazing. The photographer was amazing. Uh, everything was just absolutely amazing. And uh, yep, so. That was a lovely day out, a lovely day away, and now we crack on with small holding business again.